Good morning, and welcome to Drawing the Morning. This is Stuart McClellan, the pastor of the Altoona Bible Church. We are conveniently located at Union Avenue and 31st Street on Route 36, the Columbia Park section of Altoona. We hope that this broadcast will help you think on the things of the Lord as you prepare your heart for ministry among the saints today. Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes of inspiring music, challenging stories, and a Bible study. Listen now as the Altoona Bible Church Choir opens our broadcast this morning with a song entitled, Boundless Love. When Queen Victoria was a girl of 18, she ascended the throne of the British Empire. 
the king had died and Lord Chamberlain and the Archbishop of Canterbury disturbed her slumbers in the small hours of the night to inform her that she was now the queen. Lord Melbourne arrived shortly after with a stack of papers which required her attention and signatures. Among them were some documents relating to the wretched man who had been convicted of a terrible crime and was lying in a condemned cell awaiting his execution. The gentle young queen shrank from her responsibilities to this case. Must I become a party to his death, she asked. I fear that it is so, replied Lord Melbourne. Unless your majesties desire to exercise your royal prerogative of mercy, when the 18-year-old girl found that she had in her power to pardon the guilty wretched, she was delighted. She announced that an expression of the spirit of which she desired to reign, she would, on the first occasion, avail herself of her royal prerogative. She wrote the word pardon across the paper before her, and that was the end of it. There was no further question of guilty or not guilty. The case was closed against all argument. Sir Richard Whittington, the Lord Mayor of London, entertained King Henry V and his beautiful French bride, Queen Catherine, at his luxurious home. The splendor of the feast is said to be and have eclipsed anything in the records of sumptuous hospitality. One historian declares that no other man than living could have furnished such a banquet. Even the fires were fed with costly and perfumed woods, brought at a great cost from distant climes. When the excitement of the evening was at its height, the king and queen drew the Lord Mayor aside and assured him of their gratitude. The queen, in her broken English, complimented Sir Richard particularly on the fragrant fires. He smiled. I will feed them, he said, with fuel that will make them even more pleasing. He then drew from his pocket documents proving that from time to time he had lent the king millions of dollars. One by one, he held them over the fire and let them flutter in the flames. Thus do I acquit your highness, said the mayor. Never had a sovereign such a subject, exclaimed the delighted king. Never had a subject such a sovereign, replied Sir Richard. These examples show what God has done for us and so much more. He has justified or declared us righteous and canceled out all our debts of sin and shame. Listen now as Bill Burkett, Larry Grable, Dave Kephart, and John Harris sing for us this beautiful song entitled, All That Thrills My Soul. heart like Jesus, by His presence all divine, true and tender, pure and precious, oh, how blessed to call Him mine, love of 
Christ so freely given. Grace of God beyond Listen to Joy in the Morning, which is presented each Sunday at the same time by the Altoona Bible Church. We begin with our Sunday school hour at 9.30. Then at 10.45, we all gather in the main auditorium for our morning worship service. We invite you to listen to or watch our church services. Our services are on Facebook at Sunday at 11 o'clock and 7 p.m. and Wednesday night at 7.15 p.m. We invite you to visit our website at www.altunabible.org. Also, we're on the Johnstown Altoona Access Channel 9 and 14. And there are services available on the local radio stations on Sunday at 11 o'clock, 12 noon, and 7 p.m. If you have any questions concerning our church services, please call the church office at area code 814-942-2131. Listen now as Chiz Ryder plays for us in the trumpet this lovely song, Blessed Assurance.
An old hunter took two dogs in the woods for a fox hunt. One dog was but a pup. The other was an old trained hound. It wasn't long before a terrific uproar was heard down in a swamp. Oh, don't worry, remarked the old hunter, as he saw his companion starting off on a run to reach the place from which the bane came. That's just a pup. You can't trust him at all yet. We're after a fox. But that young pup starts on a rabbit run, breaks off to chase a partridge that bursts upward from under a bush, then quits that to trail a squirrel, and for all we know, he may be yelping in a mouse hole. Just wait till you hear old Bass give tongue. Forget that young dog, for he has no sense at all yet. Late in the day, old Bass broke the silence of the woods, and then what noise! Across the swamp, up over the hill, doubling back and forth, but always on the same track. Not a thing in the woods meant anything to old Bess except that fox somewhere ahead. Youth is glorious, it is true, but old age has its compensations. Usually we have to live a while in this old world in order to gain a sense of real value. This is especially true when applied to the Christian life. When we're first saved, we may be very enthusiastic and zealous, but we learn not to get put off sent by the many distractions of worldly things. We must keep focus on the Lord Jesus Christ, and in the end, the reward will be greater than anything this world has to offer. Listen now as Eddie Piper sings for us his beautiful song, Holy, Holy is what the angels sing with, I believe. such as we have never known where the angels sing the praises of the lamb upon his throne their sweethearts are ever tuneful and their voices always clear all oh, that we might be more like them while we serve the master glory all around and those who seem us stand in awe for miracles abound the love of God oh 
power divine it's wonderful to see the miracle of grace performed within the heart of me i believe in miracles i've seen a soul set free miraculous the change in one redeemed through calvary I've seen the lily push its way up through the stubborn sod. I believe in miracles. Once again, this Wednesday night at 7 o'clock, our doors will be open here at the Altoona Bible Church. Time now for our Bible study portion for our broadcast. And this morning, the topic of our Bible study is the life of the Lord Jesus Christ, His teaching during His earthly ministry, the rich man and Lazarus. This is found in Luke 16, verses 19 to verse 31. We're just going to read Luke 16, 19 to 23. I trust that you have your Bibles open, you'll follow along, and I encourage you to read this whole section. Beginning in verse number 19. There was a certain rich man, which was clothed in purple and fine linen and fared sumptuously every day. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus, which laid at his gate full of sores. And desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. And it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels in Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And in hell he lifted up his eyes, being in torment, and seeth Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. The rich man, Luke sixteen nineteen. in the context of Luke 16, especially Luke 16, verses 14 to 17, the rich man was symbolic of the, the Pharisees, the religious leaders of Israel. Lazarus, whose name means God is helper, we find about him in Luke 16, verses 19 and 20. Lazarus the beggar died and was carried by angels in Abraham's bosom. This Lazarus is not the same Lazarus of John chapter 11. The rich man died and was buried, and he will identify not only Lazarus, but Father Abraham. Hell, in Luke 16, 23, it's a Greek word for Hades. In the Old Testament, we have the Hebrew word sheol. The Hebrew word sheol was translated hell, pit, and grave. The Apostle Peter on the day of Pentecost in Acts chapter 2, while giving his first Pentecostal address, quoted Psalm 16 verse 10. And while quoting Psalm 16 10, he used the New Testament Greek word for hell, Hades. Therefore, the Old Testament word Sheol, the Hebrew word Sheol, and the New Testament word Hades are one and the same. It can be used interchangeably. So if you get Psalm 16, verse 10, you'll see the word hell there. It is the word Sheol in the original 
Hebrew language, then look at Acts 2.27. Because thou will not leave my soul in hell, neither will thy suffer thy holy one to see corruption. And the word hell there is Hades, so they're, they're interchangeable. You have to understand that Hades or Sheol is not the lake of fire. Hades or Sheol is a real place with real suffering and a real separation from God, but it is not the lake of fire. It is not the eternal hell that is out in the future. Sheol or Hades has two compartments. You had Abraham's bosom. Lazarus was there. Lazarus was in in comfort. You had a great gulf fix, a divide, and it's between really the saved and the unsaved. And understand, we'll mention it later, but today, the message of grace is absent from the body. We present with the Lord. We go to heaven. Don't, they're, they're dealing with heaven and hell. There is the issue of progressive revelation because the, the Jews were not promised going right to heaven. A physical grave located in the earth is not hell. It is not Sheol's or Hades. Hell is a real place. Remember, the word death means separation. And there are four biblical deaths in the Bible. There's physical death. There's spiritual death, being spiritually separated from God. And the second death, the eternal death, found in Revelation chapter 20. And also believers being dead to the things of God in Ephesians 5.14. The body dies. That is death. But the immaterial part of man separates from the body and goes either to heaven... 2 Corinthians 5, 6 through 8, or hell. There's no purgatory. There's no other place that one can go. And there is no second chance after death. There are only two places individuals can go during the dispensation of God's grace. Heaven, absent from the body, is to be present with the Lord throughout all eternity. Or hell, absent from the body and to be absent from the Lord throughout all eternity. Hebrews 9.27 says, It is appointed on the man once to die, but after this, the judgment. And then we, we see here, beginning in Luke chapter 16, verse 29 through verse number 31. Again, there's this discussion between the rich man and between Abraham. He wants Lazarus to come to him. Can't do that. Well, I have five brethren. You go you go back and, and please send Lazarus him. Him send Lazarus there to testify to my brethren that they will not end up here. Beginning in verse 29. And Abraham said to him, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. And he said, Nay, Father Abraham, but if one went from the dead, they will repent. Verse 31. And he said unto him, If they hear not Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one rose from the dead. See, another Lazarus did rise from the dead. That's over in John chapter number 11. And the religious leaders sought to kill him. Yet we know many Jews did believe on the Lord Jesus Christ because of him. And you can read this in John chapter 12, verses 9 through verse number 11. And how did they have Moses and the prophets? They did not have them physically because they had been long gone. They were long deceased. They had their words. They had the very word of God. Romans chapter 10 verse 17 says, So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Daniel chapter 10 calls it the scripture of truth. John 17 verse 17, Thy word is truth. In 2 Timothy 2 15, it's rightly dividing the word of truth. 
The words of Lord Jesus Christ concerning the rich man and Lazarus also teach us that there is life after death. That death is not a state of soul sleep or annihilation or of unconsciousness. It is a state of consciousness. There is a literal hell. There is a literal place of suffering and a literal separation from God. But today, in the dispensation of God's grace, God has promised to all who have believed in the Lord Jesus Christ a place in heaven, the eternal glory. That's why Romans chapter 3, verse number 24 says, being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. And that word freely is a word that's used over in John, translated without a cause. There's no cause in us that God should justify us. The only way of salvation, if you've never trusted Him, right now, you need to trust Him before it's eternally too late, or you're going to end up like the rich man, separated from God in hell. Won't you believe and trust Him right now, right where you're at, before it is eternally too late? listening to Join the Morning from the Altoona Bible Church. We trust that you've received real spiritual blessing from this broadcast. It is our prayerful desire that you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your personal Savior. So until we meet again by radio, this is Pastor Stuart McClellan wishing you God's best for now and for eternity. Jesus is the